Welcome back to another episode of Titanic Minute, your daily podcast where we discuss movie Titanic minute by minute. I'm your co-host Rob and joined as always by my good friends Joe and Duff. All right, let's make sure this episode is ice cold. <laughs> is this is this week and the weeks around it, is this the saddest podcast? And I don't mean that like the saddest, like most pathetic con- podcast. No, I mean uh, like, is this the saddest podcast now? There is, there is the minute. Uh, the, well, it's not really a minute by minute. It's kind of a hybrid of it, where they go through uh, each person on Schindler's list one at a time per episode. Mm-hmm. That one's pretty sad. And don't forget about United ninety three minute. <laughs> um, <laughs> they're recording that in real time. God. Uh, minute 176, guys. In this minute, Jack is very sleepy. Wait, what movie is this? <laughs> what? Titanic. What? I said this already. All right. <laughs> I did the same intro 175 which, times prior. Which, which nope. Titanic? Uh, 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 I did it once. Okay, yeah. that's, right. Which, that's right. Which Titanic? There's a couple of movies actually called Titanic. Uh, James is it, Cameron. Is it the, the silent Cameron. one? Mm-hmm. No, no. Well, in this minute, I wish silent. one of our co-hosts would be silent right now. <laughs> Someone needs to put a new bit in that drill. Oh, um, <laughs> man! Drill with one. <laughs> drill with one L is our third co-host today. <laughs> so I since. Uh, we since we don't have a lot of like new stuff. I have an actual anecdote. Uh, I can talk about that I learned I won't credit myself from finding this I learned this from uh, Unspooled I learned this from watching you (laughs) (laughs) okay so the the first movie based on Titanic was actually rushed into production weeks after Titanic sank it was a silent movie and it actually starred someone who had survived Titanic Oh yeah, <laughs> she wears like the same dress or whatever, right? That she survived in. Yeah, she kind of had a nervous breakdown. I wonder why. Um, <laughs> oh man, uh, I'm trying to look up the actress really quick. Uh, Dorothy Gibson, mm, Deborah's mom. <laughs> uh, she is best remembered as a survivor of the Titanic and for starring in the first motion picture based on the disaster. Uh, and the only prints of that movie are. Uh, destroyed so lost to time hmm lost in her eyes um we oh, see- she was a uh, she was a nazi sympathizer and alleged oh. intelligence operator oh. <laughs> <laughs> well it's just of a- course of course <laughs> i thought about making a joke earlier if it was the nazi version of the titanic movie and apparently it kind of was oh man uh but she did renounce her involvement in 1944 well once she saw they were losing <laughs> She's the Kanye West of her time. <laughs> oh. uh, okay, guys. In this Titanic, James Cameron's Titanic, Rose tries to wake Jack up and tells him that there is a boat. And then we see in the distance, in the darkness, not really the distance, more the darkness, we see the lifeboat. He has a chance to get saved and he freezes. <laughs> uh, underrated part of the scene, in my mind, is the handcuffs. 
Oh, the clinking against the door? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Pretty sad. It, yeah, I mean, it's pretty much the only sound we hear. Until that until... terrible music cuts in. Oh, Joe. It's, it, sh- it, would, it would work so much better without music. I'm okay when it comes in at that point. We hear the Sissel voice. Nope. I nope. I think it's okay. Well, nope. at least you James Horner didn't have his original way. Because in the commentary, Cameron talks about how Horner wanted... A Debbie Gibson song. That too. A record scratch when it cuts to the bow. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted the... The... Bow, bow. But he slowed it down, so it matched the bobbing up and down of the door. Bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, no, Orner wanted strings, and Cameron didn't want anything too on the nose. Because mm. James Cameron's a subtle guy. I don't know if this, like, woman singing I, is really very subtle, but... He just said he didn't want strings, so... All right. Well, at least... At least... I mean, at least it's, it's a love theme, though, right? Like... It's a theme that's played throughout the relationship. I'm fine with it playing here during their, like, parting. I like it. It's friggin' sad. I don't like this minute. I don't like this week. <laughs> I, I'm not... Like, for the last three weeks, it's been, oh, this is a downer. This one's a tough week for you? Like, the like the last ten minutes and whatever minutes are left of this movie are a downer. Why do you um, make us do this, Rob? <laughs> I, I do have I do have some little research I did because we don't really have a whole lot on this this whole week really to be honest is just uh, you know Jack and Rose on a door and then not on a door that's kind of that's kind of the week um, and then it's fright night at the end of the week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I was curious about the mag light we see that the light ha- the the lifeboat has um, the mega light. No, no, Joe, the mag light. One is very useful. The other one is incredibly dangerous. <laughs> um, we see we see Harold Lowe uh, with a flashlight. Now I was curious, like, what was a flashlight like in 1912? Well, on Titanic, there weren't any flashlights, except a few carried by passengers or or the personal property of crew. So they didn't have like you know flashlights as we know the mag light, kind of what we see here. But this is true. Lowe's flashlight was given to him by an assistant surgeon named John Simpson. So here's a Simpson reference you guys won't get. Um, We're going to cut that. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. Let me put a new bit in this drill. Um, While lowering lifeboat 14, Simpson gave it to Lowe and said, here is something that will be useful to you. Isn't that nice? Yeah. That was his own personal. Uh, Simpson did not make it. He died in the sinking. Oh, for so. some reason, I imagine the the just that phrase is kind of weird. I imagined it like that old man at the start of the Legend of Zelda. It's dangerous to go alone. Take this. Mm-hmm. There you go. A little more background on flashlights, if you'd like. Oh um, my God, no. <laughs> <laughs> the segment is brought to you by Lowe's. <laughs> Officer Lowe. Uh, so, um, the dry cell was first made in 1888 by a German scientist named Carl Gassner. D cell was developed eight years later in 97, the American electrical novelty manufacturing company of New York, later known as EverReady, patented several flashlights and a year later, tubular flashlights became an instant success with New York city police. 
probably because they could beat minorities with them. Uh, I was gonna say something about. <laughs> I was gonna say something about beating people, but yep. you you beat me to it. I did. Um, and then in uh, 1906, tungsten bulbs replaced carbon filament, much brighter, efficient, and lasted longer than carbon filaments. <clears throat> Do you have anything else? Let's on this just desperately minute? hope that we can riff on Google Group Monday. <laughs> we believe in you, Duff. Well, I got a good, uh, it's not Tuesday, but I got a good Tyson Tuesday type post. Okay. So from a, a post, a thread titled, Just Thinking. Oh. Um, <laughs> that Has anything good ever come from that preface? Just Thinking? Uh thinking feeling at my last fa- uh family gathering i got that ever rare but awesome i'm not racist but intro to a comment yeah um <laughs> that's just, probably worse so just thinking i'm not racist but and um can we talk later are the big ones where nothing good follows any or of those. just can we talk yeah <laughs> yes. uh can we talk can i see you in my office uh nothing a minute yeah, nothing good from any of these. So anyway, uh, Mega 00069. Mega or Mega? Mega. Okay. M-E, mega. all caps, Mega 00069. Nice. Okay. <laughs> so he's quoting someone, and basically he's responding to, if Jack was dead, would his body float when Rose let go? I thought dead body floats. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's not be mean about typos. Uh, so Mega says, I'm not sure, but perhaps the body was so cold and weighted down by ice, too. Remember, warm water rises and cold sinks. Yep, famously, ice always sinks. <laughs> uh, some guy, I can't read this full email, but he's someone from at theriver.com. <laughs> down to the river yeah it's i wonder if they were squatting on that domain and fleeced bruce springsteen uh they said technically since they were in seawater which is denser than fresh water yes as the temp of the seawater was around 28 degrees his body would be closer to freezing solid uh so our jack cube got colder he would have most certainly floated just like the iceberg that put his butt there in the first place what Uh, question does this mean a megalodon dragged him down? Hmm. We just didn't see it. What? Or Decom- a ninja. Or a De- giant squid. Decomposing bodies float because they're filled with gases. Yeah. Just a like a drowned dead body is just going to go to the bottom. I think your body fat percentage might make a difference too. Hmm. I would think he would sink. I This guy... I mean, this sounds right. It, I guess it depends if it was cold enough for him to freeze really fast. Um, he says, however, for the movie, it probably wouldn't do to have Rose just let go of him and then have him bobbing about in the water like a cork. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think that guy's wrong. It's not like these people froze like Mr. Freeze shot him with their freeze ray and they turned into like square ice tubes that floated around. Chill out. <laughs> ice to see you. <laughs> like I, they're they froze because like their heart stopped pumping and stuff. They didn't like turn into cubes of ice. No. Well, <laughs> I'd, unless I'd, unless they were willing to sacrifice. Yes. <laughs> I I don't have the answer. I'm just reading through the results. Uh, okay. 
Well, scientists, someone in our listening audience, weigh in. Someone says if or murderers. Ha- someone says <laughs> yes. <laughs> murderers from cold climates. Yes. The snowman guy from that movie from last year, Mister <laughs> Police. I gave you all the clues. Uh, if any Wisconsin murderers are out there, and we know there's statistically a lot, um, you, you know, you, when use, you throw your body, the body into Lake Superior, yeah. use a VPN to email us. <laughs> there's no patient uh, doctor confidentiality in this case, even though uh, I actually, there, in that case, it wouldn't matter anyways because someone got hurt. Yeah. This uh, someone says. If the handcuffs were really heavy, he would have sunk arms first. Come on! What? Like, come on! This is so stupid! This, what? Why, why would that weigh any more than a belt or something? <laughs> they must be made he's of lead. Right. But he's right. If the handcuffs weighed about 100 pounds each. <laughs> if the handcuffs were giant concrete blocks. Yes. Famously, mobsters put handcuffs on the people they killed instead of concrete boots. Uh, someone says, if the suction from the sinking was so strong that it pulled Jack and Rose apart, even when they tried their hardest to hold on to one another, how did the diamond stay in Rose's pocket? Oh, we've covered this. Ugh, who cares? Yeah. Uh, it was f- frozen. <laughs> it floated. Uh, here, here's yeah. someone says, ice floats, bodies float, assuming there is air in the lungs. But it is reasonable to assume that the body would go under for several seconds before coming back up. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it would probably go down for quite a while until it would come back up, I would think. Uh, or a Megalodon. I, I think my answer is most reasonable. A sea monster dragged him down. Yeah, yeah or a, a camel was nibbling on his, <laughs> <laughs> his toes. Uh, someone says, Jack's lungs didn't fill with water. He barely bubbled when he went under, and he wouldn't have gone under in that position. Barely bubbled. Had rigor mortis set in, probably, but in that temperature, who could tell? He hadn't been dead very long, if at all, before she let him go. He was surely comatose, if not dead. In all aspects, he should have been a floater. Seawater makes human bodies naturally buoyant, dead or not. It's like people don't drown, is what these ones act like. Look, it's impossible to drown. Did you know that? Because the body floats. Yeah. No one's ever drowned in the ocean because your body floats. That's why life jackets are all scam. You can take that to the bank, listeners. You don't need them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Anyone else have anything else to say on this? Uh, I mean, I just, there's lots. Like, just you, thinking. I, I'm cutting out the bad ones. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, Give us one bad one. Uh, well, here's someone. What's your percentage of body fat? And many water accident victims sink in other ways. Of course it's possible, like anything else. I think this is a serial killer. <laughs> that's not a bad one that's a great one i actually agree with that person um mm, interesting more than the handcuffs are too heavy take for example fill a milk jug with water and turn it over to empty it the water flows so fast that the jug makes a thud type sound same theory maybe due to pressures or something <laughs> <laughs> Reminds me at the end of Goldeneye when the antenna cradle is rising. Oh, what? Nope. Come on. 
They made <laughs> Come on, no way. You made that up. Nope. It says They tell you about Goldeneye? He says this is the same guy. He says reminds me at the end of Goldeneye when the antenna cradle is rising. Notice how the last bit of water splashed so high? It's like it was being sucked down faster than it could flow. Oh my god. I'd... The greatest minds are in this thread. <laughs> I don't know what to believe. Well, listeners, tell us what you think. Yes. Rob, how can they let us how can they let you guys know, or maybe me, depending uh, on which Go to titanicminute.com slash steerage. You can join our community, and I'm sure there'll be a... We, let, if, we let serial killers in steerage, by the way. As long as you know one of our names. Yeah. But not if you know our addresses. <laughs> yes. Um, by the way, if you, if you say allegedly in front of everything, there's no uh, legally <laughs> binding reason for us to report it, so uh, wink, wink. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. Uh, tune in next week for another Ask If They're a Cop uh, tips from Duff. <laughs> yeah. If you ask them if they're a cop, they have to tell you. That's right. <laughs> Just like how life jackets are a big ruse. But and you can't get sunburned. By big in the life wind. jacket. <laughs> All right. Do you guys have anything else on Minute 176? No. Nope. All right. Well, let's charge up our batteries and uh, we'll be back tomorrow with another minute another episode of Titanic Minute.